Yeah. Okay, okay, so welcome back, everybody, and um, always wonderful to see you. Uh, and I'll, you know, I think today is Wednesday. I'll just let everybody know today, and I'll probably mention it again tomorrow, that we're going to have to take a break next week and the week after for Hanukkah. So, um, so just stay tuned, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll see where things are at after. Okay. Okay. I'm good. Okay. I'm going to mute okay. myself and everybody else. Okay. Welcome again, everybody. Really so good to see you. Such a pleasure to be learning together in the middle of the afternoon, and especially a big pleasure to be learning um unique uh, topic. We learned so far the first two Mido. Let's see if we can jump and try to get two more done today. The Pusik says, Mikhail Kamocha, Nosei Avon, Vover Alpesha, Lesheris Nachalaso. Who is like you, God? No, see, I'm going to carry sin. Oh, well, this is going to be our November meeting. Which literally means, overall Pesha means you um, go over, like you kind of, uh, not exactly like over in English, but you overlook sin. To the leftovers of his inheritance to the Jewish people. And we discussed, according to the Torah Dvara, the understanding of the first two midot are Mikael Kamocho, who is a God like you? Who is the God that has such power and has such Rachmanut that despite the fact that you know what's going on and despite the fact that you could take back your cough, you could take back our life force, you still let us use our life force against you and he allows someone to sin. As he sins, you're giving the life for that and how a person has to have Savlanut accordingly. And then yesterday we learned the fascinating chart, really, of Nose Avon, of that when a person does sin, a kategor, a spiritual body is created and that spiritual body could, God forbid, take the life force away from a human being. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, you know what? You created it, but I'll take it on my back. I forgot if I gave the parable to that, but that would be like, um, it would be like a husband or a wife, God forbid, that cheated on their spouse, produced a child, and then the spouse said, look, there's no one to take care of this kid. I'll take care of the kid. Meaning the spouse that was, uh, that, that experienced the infidelity in the worst way. Could you imagine such a thing? So that is, so to speak, what the Ronashom does. We take the life force, we we create negative things, though because those negative things would be hurtful to us, Hashem carries on himself. Okay, we take a um a shift to Mida number three over Al Pesha. And uh different 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 tone, different different sense. Uh, no other way. Rabbi, where are we? We're on Gimel over here, right here, Gimel. Beautiful. But overall, Pesha. So again, literally, especially friends, and this is a big uh, Darchenom type point because we are very text-oriented, especially when you go into Hasidic Pshatim, Hasidic interpretations or more novel interpretations, which really exist in the Lithuanian literature also. Everyone, Darshanim, Drush, everyone you know, sees other ways to look at verses. It's always very important to know the simple understanding because only through knowing the simple understanding do you understand the subtlety and nuance of the uh, more pnimi, we will call it more inner understanding. That's just a big uh, key lesson in general. So overall, Pesha classically means that you uh, like overlook sin. But I want to show you again the beautiful new idea we're going to learn from the Talmud Bar. Zumi digdol. This is a tremendous midah. Here we are with my Shari shliach. The Mechila, the forgiveness that God gives, is not through a shleach, it's not through a messenger. It's through God's 
benevolent hands himself. Okay? Beautiful dick. All Klaisrael saying to him daily, hourly, per davening, one of the most quoted lines is Kuflamid. Ki imcha slicha, with you is slicha. What does that mean, with you is slicha? Again, not just that generally God, you're salech, but God himself is a salech. Umahu ha slicha. What is the slicha? What is the forgiveness? Shu roche tzavon. God, with tenderness, cleanses our sins. He cleans us up. We make a mess, and he cleans the mess. Kedichsiv imrochatz Hashem etzoad benot zion. If God has cleansed the tzoa, which literally means like the feces of the daughters of Zion, more famous pasuk, more famous verse, and I have poured on to you Mayim Tahorim. Okay? A beautiful idea. That's a beautiful idea. And I just want to explain a little bit before we go further. Everybody knows that every busy person has delegates. If you know how to delegate, you should take a step out of leadership. You have to know how to delegate. But you also have to know there are things you have to do by yourself. I know one of the ways I make mistakes in delegation, sometimes I delegate things to my quick WhatsApp machines when I should have just had an in-person conversation. Okay, but that's a certain form of delegation. You delegate through your assistants. You delegate through your subordinates. Sometimes you delegate through a child, grandchild. But we all have to delegate sometimes. People are busy, busy world today. But everybody knows there are things, you know what, this has to take care of myself. This is so important. This is so necessary, even though I have a good system set up. I have excellent messengers, excellent subordinates, each one in their own way. I have to do this myself. So this shows you. So, so to speak, so to speak, by the Bonisham also, God does have, as the Chazal says, more in, I believe, in Brachos, Malchusa de Malchusa de Ara, the kingdom of above is like the kingdom below. If you want to know what things look like upstairs, look down here. Just like here, there's a system, there's a court system, there's a there's a, there's a governmental system. There are systems. There are hierarchies. So to speak, upstairs, obviously God knows what's going on in all of them, but there are systems. The Ramchal talks a lot about this a lot in Tarek Hashem. Anybody would like to see more of it. So God has systems also. And there are things which Hashem takes care of through his, through his proxies, right? But there are things Hashem says, this I'm going to take care of myself. And one of those things, and it's really inspiring, is that when we do tshuva and it's time to cleanse us, Kaddish Baruch pushes away all the malachim and all those proxies. A yid is doing tshuva somewhere? A yid has here heard tshuva? Someone's waking up in our situation today, 2024, Tavshir By the way, I just want to say, and I speak to myself, something I don't hear enough about is tshuva. No one's rec- I mean, this is a call for tshuva, right? It's a call for achdus. It's a call for action. It's a call for Torah. It's a call for tefillah. It's a call for. It's also a call for tshuva. A few yichidim only I've heard speak about this. And I, I, I really, I, I put the spotlight on myself. I have plenty of podiums to speak, and I myself don't speak about it. But okay, just to imagine that it's a time for tshuva. I mean, what tshuva? What to do? I don't know. If that's smarter people than me, but it's time for tshuva. So that's the tshuva. So, so this is so when when it comes time, it's so beautiful. Kaddish Baruch says. I'm going to clean up a yid in himself. Whatever. Now, what does that mean? What does it clean up? So we all know that sin sin burdens us. Sin contaminates us. Sin is metamos. These are concepts we've all heard. And shuva cleanses us. A person feels cleansed after Yom Kippur. A person feels cleansed, right? The cathartic experience, the salvation we talk about, the uh, of, of repentance. 
repentance is a psychologically cleansing, but it's also soul cleansing. And that cleansing, Kaddish Baruch Hu does himself. Vahainu, what does that have to do with the verse? Let's go back to the Torah of ourselves. Vahainu, and this is what it means, over al-pesha, sholech meimei rechitzav, over v'rochitzav pesha. Friends, over doesn't just mean overlook. It does mean that, as in the Pasha chat. Over also means in Tanakh, and in the Gemaras, it means to cleanse. Over al-pesha means Hashem cleanses the sin. So beautiful. That's the third midah. Hinei, now let's see, what does that mean? What does that teach us about how we have to act? And this, I want to say, if the first two ideas we spoke about, and Nosi, Mikael Kamocha, Nosi Oven, were very, very hard, it should have felt. If it didn't feel challenging to you, you probably weren't listening, because those were really challenging concepts to be to have that much patience. But here's a concept which I believe is closer to us, and one we can touch a lot. People mess up around us sometimes. Our natural reaction is, you know what? My son messed up, you know. My 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 wife messed up. My son, my 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 uh, my husband messed up. Let him take care of his own problem. Let him take care of his own problem. You know, a lot of times, sometimes that comes from a correct educational perspective. It might be the best thing for my kid to sit in jail for it for a few hours. But sometimes it just comes because we don't have enough rachmanut. We don't have enough mercy. Sometimes it comes from the fact we're not going with our Hashem. Vinay. Mamish Kidmutze, let's see what he says. Sarchli Odadam, so should a person be. Shaloyomar, don't say. It's my responsibility to fix up what he fixed. That's what a, that's what a person would naturally say. That is a non-merciful response. Understandable, human, but not divine. Because you know what? When because that's not how God works with us. A person sins, but God lovingly says pushes all those proxies away. I don't want to hear malachim now. And he goes down. He fixed the sins and he cleanses the dirt of our sins. Unbelievable. Very very moving, right? And I, that, that's a tremendous lesson. I know for me, you know, I'm I have a Vedas side of my personality. Part of it is good, part of it's bad. And, you know, people have to, and again, educationally sometimes, obviously you have to let someone sit in their juices and, and suffer the consequence of their actions, of course. But a person has to judge, why am I doing that? Is it really because of education? Is it really because of what I believe is best for him? If then, then that, that is obviously the right thing to do. But if it's not that, it's just this midas adin, let him, let him, let her, let this, let that, that, that's midas adin. That's unnecessary judgment. That's unnecessary exactitude. That is not going to Derech Hashem. And I hope you, I hope, I hope you, everybody's vibing with that. This is an idea which is a little bit closer because it's not so far out there like, oh, he's sinning with the cough. I give him, let me give him the credit card anyway. That's like, whoa. But this is, we can, we can do this. We can do this. We can help people. We can help people. Sometimes it might be someone who has bad midot. I, I spoke about it in terms of our immediate family or more immediate um, relations, but it could be someone in shul. You see someone in shul that, that is unkempt or someone in shul that that doesn't sit nicely or doesn't do something nice. Ah, what? What's it? It's his problem. I, I didn't raise him. He's my child. He's my kid. He's my this. You know what? You can fix his collar. It's such a beautiful thing. Fix a collar. Give a smile. Uh, say something nice to someone to it, to help them. You know, someone's got the sitter mixed up. But I so often we can give a a smirk, uh, a look down upon someone's a little mixed up in shul. 
help him out a little bit. Oh, this is where you sit. This is what, this is how you put on your tefillin. Tefillin turns upside down, etc. Uh, and and you, to letaken anashim to fix other people. Sometimes someone can pronounce something incorrectly, so you can fix them because you're annoyed by that. I get annoyed by mispronunciations. Or you can say, you know what? I want to be metakin this person. I, what's it my business to fix him? Don't say that. You know when you say that because then Hashem is going to be less interested in fixing up our our mistakes. And when we go out of our extent, and extend ourselves to fix up fix up the mistakes of others, so Kaddish Baruch is going to fix up. Umikan, second idea, the Holy Torah Dvar tells us is Yitbayesh Adam. A person should be embarrassed from sinning. You know why? Interesting, a new type of idea. Not how we should act, but what uh, state it should bring us to. If we realize, you know what, I'm going to do a lot of sins, and I'll do tshuva, good. Well, guess what? Kaddish Baruch I'm going to have to get Kaddish Baruch to clean me up. It's not so pleasant. Okay, let's jump in. I don't, I only, I know we only have another two minutes, but I do want to just jump into the next mida. Time is short. L'sherit nachalaso which again literally means the leftovers of his inheritance. Listen to this. And this Mida gives so much chizuk, gives so much strength, especially today. You know, when we see Ashkadosh Bokhun in a certain way, he's mire upon him, he's showing a face to enemies of the Jewish people, which is so hard. But let's remember really where it's at. That's it's chitzonius. That's not where it's at. God acts the Jewish people in this way. Lomar, Ma'ese, Yisrael. What can I do to the Jewish people? Bahem Krovai. They are my Mishbuche. My Krovim. Sher Basar Limahem. Sher Basar means like Sherato, like the Pasik says in Bayikra. Sherato, Sher Basar, a woman, a wife is called Sher Basar. Sher is a Sher is a Lushan, not to be confused with the old singer, right? It's anything but. But Sher, Sher is a language of, of familial connection. Flesh and blood. So you see it in the words now. Look, look at that. nachalato to the Jewish people, his inheritance that are his relatives. We are the relatives of Hashem. Incredible. They are the pair of gods. The Karila, this is a fascinating Chazal, out of my pay grade a little bit. The Karila Biti, right? God calls Jewish people Biti. Okay, now we get my daughter, right? Achosi, my sister, Imi, my mother. Okay, that really needs a lot of explanation. How are we the mother of God? Okay, so that's obviously out of our pay grade for right now. The Jewish people, the nation of closeness. Am Krovo. Mamash Kurva It's a real Kirva. It's family. So if you want to know what's your relationship, what's Klaiso? Now let's be careful. This doesn't say this by the Umot Olam. It doesn't say by the nations of the world. God obviously cares about them. But the Jewish people is different. The Jewish people is a relationship of love. It's a relationship of family. We are family. And that's why, by the way, I'll end with this thought, and we'll pick up right there, behind you. We're going to pick up on the behind you. But that's something a person can turn to Hashem, as the Chavetz Chaim advises, to come to Hashem, not disrespectfully, but one is allowed to say to God, God, we are your children. You can't let this go on. You have to bring back your hostages. Your brothers, God, your people are stuck in exile. That is a way one is one is humbly offered, allowed to do. You can't say, God, what do you, you know, you're messed up, God forbid. But you're allowed to say, I don't get it. These are your relationships. You love us. You don't love them. 
So they say they, they defame your name. They defame your name when they call your name. Better they should be uh, better they should be apostates. You love us, Cutter. We want to see the love. We want to see we want to see the, the familial relationship. Okay, thanks everybody. We'll continue uh, tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, see you tomorrow.